So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin Wong, episode 173. I am so glad you're here. And wow, what a great day for me today. I I started the Stay Off Insulin Intensive today, the five free five-day event that I do on Facebook, and wow, it was on fire. So many people engaging and being involved, and uh, I just loved it. And I'm always struck by how many people sign up for these events because I, it just shows me that there's so many people looking for a, a non-pill alternative, okay? They want to get off their meds. They don't want to take two, three, four medications, right? And they want a different, a different way to manage your diabetes. And so that's what we talk about. We talk about how they can do that. And it's super exciting for me. A lot of aha moments going on for them. And uh, it's just really uplifting. So if you, that's something you want to look into. It's running this week, um, December 13th for five days. It starts uh, for five days this week. And you can uh, join by going to stayoffinsulin.com. And, and then you show up in the Facebook group and, um, you know, and learn. It's, it's pretty awesome. So anyway, that's what's going on. And, you know, I, today's topic is about uh, weight loss plateaus. Because uh, I've had several comments and questions about this. Um, people emailed me. It's like, I was doing great. And then I had a weight loss plateau. My weight just stopped. And first of all, losing weight when you have diabetes is, is rough. Losing weight is rough. It's tough. Okay. Losing with diabetes is really tough, okay? And so just know that weight loss plateaus happen. It's, you know, it's, it, it just does. Uh, your body's um, adjusting. When you have, when you weigh less, uh, you have less weight to, you know, now and you're burning fewer calories, right? Because um, then when you're heavier. And so you might have to really look at your habits. So, um, that's how I work with my clients. We, it's like, okay, let's look, really look at what you're eating. Let's look at how you're moving. Let's look at, you know, and we start fine tuning from there to break through the plateau. And it does happen. I mean, it might take a little while. Your body adjusts, you tweak a few things and you're back on your merry way. Okay. So, you know, I just think that, um, it's the key is really to choose foods that fill you up with the fewest calories. And we're going to go through a few, um, tricks on that, because as you know, uh, weight loss happens when you take in fewer calories than, you know, um, and it just, then you burn, you burn more, you, you eat less, you eat fewer calories, but you burn more calories. So it's kind of that the calorie input is lower than the calorie output. 
Um, and so, but your quality of calories makes a difference. It just does. And where your calories are found um, makes a difference. So, uh, so just know that, all right? So what are the things, um, I think with dieting and trying to lose weight, what's really hard is, is getting hungry, right? And so finding foods that are gonna fill you up, uh, you know, satiety is really, it leads to success, it just does. And satiety is on the flip side of hunger, they're opposites. So you either are satiated and you feel full or you're hungry, all right? And, and so you really wanna do all you can to not feel hungry, to really fill up and feel satiated, but you wanna fill up and do that with fewer calories. So, um, you know, eating nuts, I, nuts are a great food, but they're high in calories, okay? And, um, you, know, you know, Oreos, they're high in calories too. They taste really good, but they're high in calories too. So if you're like comparing a pound for a pound, um, you know, an eight ounce can, can of nuts is about 4,800 calories. A pound of Oreos, it's a lot of Oreos, is 2,200 calories. Um, and so, and then the question is, is how full are you going to be? Right after you eat them, you're probably really full, but how long are you going to stay full? And so it's that satiety, how long are, you know, before the hunger comes back? And so it's finding those foods that are going to fill you up for a longer period of time and, you know, and um, really fuel your body well. So one of the tricks is to really eat water-rich foods, not foods that are rich in fat. Um, you want to get things that are, you know, fill up on, you know, foods that are higher in water, like fruit and vegetables uh, and fiber. They also have fiber. They're really high in fiber. So fruits and vegetables and beans, hot cereals, potatoes, corn and yams, whole wheat pasta. People avoid pasta for, you know, and it's like, why? It's such a great food. It fills you up. And it, especially the whole wheat pasta, you have fiber. Um, and so, and, you know, brown rice, uh, you know, these foods have a lot of water and they provide a lot of stomach filling volume. Um, but they don't have a lot of calories, right? So, you know, a pound of vegetables would probably, you'd probably eat maybe 65 to 195 calories. So it just, just know that, you know, it's, it's um, that's what you want to start looking at, really looking at the foods that you're consuming, right? And, you know, those foods that have water in them, you know, those drier foods like dried cereal or fat-free chips or white sugar rice cakes, um, they don't have many calories, but they also don't fill you up, okay? Uh, and because there's no water in them, right? They're just not, you know, chips and stuff like that. Those those carry more calories because they have oils in them, all right? So just really start paying attention to the water-rich foods and um, in and higher fiber foods. And you know, like I said, ditch the dry stuff. Like um, even though they're fat-free choices, you know, the chips, the crackers. Um, you know, or even maybe, I don't know, are there sugar-free candy bars? I don't know, I don't eat candy bars. So, you know, or trail mix, uh, those sort of things. There's no water in those. So again, they're not gonna be as filling in your stomach. And so really um, look at those. So one of the things that really helps out um, is to start out with a really big satisfying salad. Start your lunch and dinner with, you know, a big salad and you can do that in restaurants um, and then you can, you know, you'll probably eat less of kind of the higher calorie foods that might follow, all right? So you're already starting to fill up, right? And so now when the other foods that are higher in calories come, 
you can enjoy them, you just eat less of them. The key is to really be aware of the salad dressings you're putting on because you know you don't want um, the added oil. It's really high in calories, okay? Anything with oil has like double the calories because of the fat and fats are nine calories per gram compared to four calories per gram of carbohydrate or protein. So you really want to um, avoid things with mayonnaise and creamy dressings, right? Um, it kind of defeats the purpose or, or even fatty meats. Uh, it defeats the purpose of eating that big salad, right? So just try to focus on the vegetables and maybe put on a whole grain like quinoa or um, you know beans, those other foods that we talked about that are you know definitely have more water and fiber in them to even add to it and it'll be more even more satisfying. The next thing is soup. Soup is like a great starter. Um, enjoy soup and even chili, you know, again, it's that it has water in it, right? Um, and so, and those are really uh, filling as well. And so that's what, but yet they don't bring a whole lot of calories. You see, see how this is working? Uh, and it's like, uh, you know, people say, oh, I eat those, but, but are you eating mostly that? You know, are you eating a little bit and then you're eating, you know, higher calorie foods, right? Um, and if you are struggling with hunger and you are eating these things, maybe you need to eat more frequently, okay? So if you're already eating these foods and you're like, yeah, but I'm still hungry and then when I'm hungry, I go through the drive-through or whatever it is, you just need to eat more of those foods, okay? Because when you're eating super healthy food, you have to eat more frequently and usually bigger portions, all right? Uh, I think I'm like on my fifth point. Uh, don't drink your calories. Cut out those really high calorie beverages like soft drinks and alcohol, milkshakes, even some of the fruit and vegetable juices, you know, check the calories on them. And, you know, you know, when you you when you drink your calories, you're kind of cheating yourself on that whole satiety scale. All right. Um, you know, you you'll likely eat um, you know, more, even though you've drinking, you know, you drank with you know, these beverages with higher calories. So again, it's the calories that don't fill you up. It's the actual food, right? So um, just be, be aware of that. Because even if a fruit juice or a vegetable juice, you're like, oh, I'm, it's good for me. But it's not the same if you'd eaten the actual fruit or the actual vegetable. I mean, think of orange juice versus an orange, right? What fills you up more? You could probably drink a couple glasses of orange juice, but Probably one orange is going to make you feel fuller. You see how that works? Okay. Get really uh, simple. Uh, I think, you know, watch out for when you're eating out in the buffets or other places um, that really try to, um, you know, they, they use a lot of tastes and textures and colors and flavors. Um, you know, just, you know, variety stimulates the appetite. It does. I watch this happen in my family all the time. It's like, oh, it smells and it looks so good. It makes me just, it makes me hungry. I'm not even hungry, but I want to eat more. And and so this is this is why you know it, it's true and it's wonderful to have beautiful food. But you know, if that beautiful food is really high in calorie, then you you're going to probably eat more. And then you're so full, but yet you, the dessert comes around and looks so delicious that you want to eat that too. So you're you're probably you know consuming a lot more calories than you're really hungry for. Um, and so just really think, just eat simple food, all right? You can make it tasty and beautiful all the same, but it's going to be, again, fewer calories. I work, the next one is really get in touch with your stomach. And um, 
you know, I work a lot with my clients on hunger and fullness because years of dieting has really um, ruined uh, that, that sensation or that feeling because you can train yourself to not be hungry, um, you know, uh, by just toughing it out. And so, you know, you should eat when, you know, when you're hungry, okay? doesn't mean wait till you're famished, and you're, you know, but it definitely, you know, when it says it's time to eat, sit down and eat, okay? And if you're hungry in two hours from that, sit down and eat. And it's really to pay attention to your physical hunger. Is that your stomach or is it actually like an emotional hunger? And it's like, we kind of work on that too. But, um, you know, being hungry makes everything taste good. It just does. And then as you get less hungry, you're like, oh, okay, I'm kind of tired of eating and, and um, you know, this is how you know. I mean, I always used to do this with my kids. Like, you, they'd say they're hungry, then you'd offer them something, and they say, "Ah, oh, no, I'm not really that hungry." Now, no, they're not really that hungry, right? If they're not taking the food. If you were hungry, you would take kind of whatever, whatever's there. And so that's a good option, you know, to kind of play with. It's like, oh, what sounds good? Well, if you're asking yourself that question, really check in with your hunger, and just say, "Am I hungry? Or what else is going on? Am I tired? Am I stressed? Am I bored?" What, what is going on? Um, this also applies to, you can use this when you, uh, the next one is you kind of skip dessert or, or opt for healthy choices, right? And so if you feel like you're still hungry after dinner, have some fresh fruit. If fresh fruit doesn't sound good and it's going to be super sweet, um, then maybe you're not that hungry, okay? It, you're maybe falling back into one of your habits of eating um, dessert when you're really not that hungry. It's just your habit now, right? Maybe it is the, the, something else going on. So really pay, pay attention to that. The other thing is, uh, number nine is, you know, to kind of rev up your exercise a little bit. Uh, you know, there's no question that boosting your calorie burn from exercise can really accelerate loss of excess body fat. It just, it, it does. Um, you know, if you know, so really kind of look at how often are you you exercising? Are you doing 60 minutes of aerobic exercise about six days a week, right? And you know, when I mean aerobic, it's like, you know, is your heart rate getting up? Are you a little breathy? Okay, um, you know, sometimes walking the dog, yeah, you're moving, uh, and that's great movement, but you're maybe not getting the level of exercise that you need to, um, you know, keep your weight loss happening. And so, and then, you know, and then you could also add some resistance training two or three times a week. You could use the, and some stretching, right? You could use the exercise bands. You could, you know, use light weights or whatever. You don't have to go to a gym and pump iron. But, you know, when you exercise your muscles, um, it's great for your metabolism, okay? And, and so, you know, and what happens is, you know, we get kind of in an exercise rut or routine and you do the same thing over and over and over again uh you might have to challenge yourself a little bit you might have to add make rev it up a little bit if you hit that plateau all right and so just really pay attention to that and the last thing um is really you know keep your eye on the big prize and just keep on course um you know it's i think these plateaus throw people a curveball and then they start questioning are they doing a right and they start looking for other things and if you're on a solid um, plan that's been working and you're you and it feels like a lifestyle to you rather than a diet like you're like i can do this forever um stay on that 
Okay. And, you know, just, I, you know, I, I, I don't know what you're doing, but if it's brings you good health, if it's good health all around, you're eating a variety of foods, you are, um, you know, eating less fat uh, because that's better for your heart health and your diabetes. And you are, um, you know, have enough energy and you can, you don't feel hungry all the time and you feel like you can integrate this into your lifestyle um, and not treat it like a diet, then stay, stay the course, all right? And then start really kind of fine tuning. So you've got the big thing done and now you've had a plateau and it just comes down to fine tuning. Don't throw it all away and try something else because it's not working this one week, right? So often we get frustrated when like, oh, it's not working and you jump to something else to try that. And it's like, yeah, well, maybe you just needed to, you know, add a little faster walking in, or maybe you needed to eat more fiber. Uh, you know, maybe some things had worked their way back into your diet that you weren't quite aware of. Maybe you were drinking that latte, you know, a couple of days a week. That's just enough to put you, um, you know, higher calorie, right, than you were before, and you haven't noticed it. So really take a look at your habits and then adjust from there, okay? So that's my little two cents on plateauing. It's really to, um, it boils down to uh, eat higher fiber foods with water, okay? Which are su super good for your diabetes anyway, if your blood sugars, all right? And that helps with your plateau. Really look at your habits. What are you doing? Um, you know, are, are you, have some foods work their way back in? Are there oils back in? Uh, what are you doing for your exercise? Okay, maybe you need to ramp up, up a little bit, all right? So those are kind of the three things that will, you know, if you kind of fine tune those, we'll get you back on track. And if not, reach out and we'll talk, we'll chat, and uh, I'll see if I can find what, what's happening with you, okay? And if nothing else, don't be too overeager. I mean, it takes time. You didn't gain all the weight overnight. It's going to take you some time to lose it. And the plateaus are all part of it. They just are, okay? All right, have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.